0: afternoon everybody and welcome back to another episode of the unwavering believer this makes now episode five i believe crazy how fast this is all gone i have really enjoyed the process you know as i continue to say so grateful for you guys that are actually watching it and tuning in whether it be for the first time or not if it is your first time my name is mj creel um i'm 22 years old i've been devoting my life to my faith for some time now and with time only growing and and i like to think you know just gaining more wisdom you know gaining more wisdom with time all God willing, by no means am I saying, you know, I'm doing all the right steps and you should listen to me because I know exactly what I'm doing. That's not the case in any way. I'm just hoping with my walk in faith that I could hopefully distribute some of what I believe I've learned through trial um, and successes as well to you guys and maybe help in your journey in some way, shape, you know, in, in some sort, essentially. Um, so that being said, let's just jump right into the episode. I'm titling it Savage for Christ or Savages for Christ, one of the two, um... Because, yes, it may seem a little a little rough, it's, but at the same time, I also want to really grab your guys' attention and really emphasize the point of what I want this, this whole episode to be about, and that is really just being outgoing, really being resilient, being relentless and ruthless as a believer, not taking this sort of passive, you know, take-a-back-seat kind of mindset that people naturally assume comes with faith which is the first thing I'm going to tackle, which is meekness versus passiveness, because people may know or have heard, blessed are the meek for they will inherit the earth, but they don't actually understand what meekness is and how Jesus intended it. Um, and I think, you know, there may be people, whether they're God-fearing or not, or have de- devoted their life to their faith or not, that actually portray act- real signs of meekness um, to a certain degree. And maybe they pursue that and don't understand that's what meekness even is. And that's why I want to find that first and, and really tell you how to differentiate between meekness and passiveness because it's, it's it's huge it really is so first let me define meekness and what jesus meant when he said blessed are the meek he means people that are of calm sober mind and spirit people that are not quick to anger quick to snap um and i feel like that's so easily just lost in the cross and the crosshairs if you will are just so mixed, mixed translated with passiveness because they think you should just take a back seat that you should be as a catholic christian believer that you you know you can't ever engage in any sort of physical confrontation and that you should be, I can't really think of any other word than taking the back seat or any term rather, because it's quite the opposite. And and by no means by saying you should be looking to jump into fights and, and antagonizing people and, and trying to, you know, get a jump out of them. But what I'm getting at is as Christians, yes, we should be meek. We should be pursuing the concept of being of calm and sober mind, things that come with faith. I mean, you can't just, by ethical and moral reasons, just tell yourself you're going to be calm moving forward. I mean, that's not really humanly possible, but it is something you can work on, of course. Um, and God willing, you will. he will deliver that. But when, when it comes to, you know, maybe others that can't defend themselves, people that could use a protector, you know, just like how your family, as a, as a man, you are expected and should be expected to protect your family, regardless of the circumstances. That doesn't mean you'll be successful every time. That just means you're not afraid, you know, to kind of jump on the grenade, if you will. You know, or just take it on the chin, whichever it is, that is what is expected of a man and should be expected of a man. Um, And then you could say, okay, well, how can you be doing that? How can you be willing to engage in physical confrontation, but then also be meek, which is calm with sober mind? And it's just so different. And and it's just, I think it's sometimes, you know, people with proper intentions may really confuse it and get confused and want to understand better. But then there's also people who are constantly and actively trying to find ways to twist the faith to confuse others or to try and make it seem like it, was, it wasn't written properly or doesn't make sense when in reality it's, it's just that's silliness, foolishness. Um, meekness is a virtue. It really is. Um, it's something that with faith alone, solely with faith alone, I believe I've been able to develop uh, some, some sense of that and by no means my perfect either, but it is definitely obtainable by faith. And it's it really is beautiful. People don't really understand it, you know, um, like when something goes on around you, they'd be like, you know, how is that not really getting a jump at you or how are you – like how does that not bother you essentially? Um, but it's great. It really is a, it's a virtue, you know, a certain level of patience and just of calm mind and heart that you just – you don't want to flip every opportunity you get. Um, and not to make this about me either, but I want you guys to understand that I'm not just spitballing things that I think sound cute or ear-tickling, but they genuinely are applicable not only to my life but hopefully to yours um, God willing. So back to what I was saying, um, with passiveness, please, please don't try spinning it in a different way than it needs to be. Please don't try. I mean, again, if you have the pure, pure intentions in your heart and you're trying to understand, that's one thing, like I said, um, but please don't try tw- try twisting this into what it isn't, you know, meekness, is beautiful, but it should not be taken for granted. It's, it, you know, it's how that saying goes of how you shouldn't mistake someone's, you know, their level of, like their, their, their patience level, essentially with weakness. You shouldn't do that because as a God-fearing man or woman, when you truly believe that you shouldn't fear any man below the heavens except, you know, you shouldn't fear any, anyone or anything except God, you know, there's no confrontation or anything that should ever approach you where you're not, you know, where you believe that God would want you to step in and, and act on behalf of the person next to you Um, and you don't do so because you think that God wouldn't want you to, you know, be in that position, which again, I don't believe you should be jumping into fights, jumping into arguments and confrontations. Um, but then this goes hand in hand as well with when people, you know, you read scripture and and you read where it says, um, you know, if someone goes to, if someone goes to hit you essentially, you know, turn the other cheek that that's in layman's terms, it's essentially saying if, if someone goes like comes after you, wanted to lay a a hand on you, want to attack you, whatever physical confrontation, even though this is more of a figurative, um, Kind of translation, um to essentially let them hit you on the other side of your face, like just, just, just to kind of, in those broad terms possible, if someone were to hit you or come out whatever, like almost to just take it kind of and just not fight back. That's kind of how, if you were read it very literally, scripture tells us to act, and you know that again could be very, it could seem hypocritical in the sense that okay, you want me to stand up and defend the person next to me or defend myself even. But in the same right, I'm not supposed to even lay a finger on the person, i supposed to just take the beating, and then people get confused, and it, it turns into all these things, and that's the problem with when you read scripture, people read it like it's a regular book, and you can't do that. You can't read the Bible like it's just any other book you get at Barnes & Noble, because it, it won't make any sense. The reason being is because the way scripture was intended was not to just come right, like just the words jump off the page at you and immediately it seems extremely applicable to you. You're supposed to do diving into understanding and, and, and real, you know, worship and, and, and studies to understand what these things mean. And you don't have to be, you you don't have to have your PhD in theology to understand what it means, but what you need to do is devote time to really understand it. And yes, we're supposed to, you know, not want to jump at people for no reason, but you also need to defend yourself and people next to you. If that's, Ultimately, the only outcome. You know, I don't believe God would expect us to just stand there on the street if we're, you know, if someone is looking to mug us, or you know, has us in a corner, at, you know, at gunpoint or with a knife or something. That you just stand there and say, "Okay, kill me." That's not the intention. I know people. I could see it. I've read comments and and things of people, you know, kind of mocking that and making light of that, saying, well, "Why would I want to give my life to a God who essentially is going to leave me out to dry and wants me just to get my butt whooped, just because I just so I don't hurt the next guy." Essentially, if you you tie it all together, all it comes down to is, is not believing in an eye for an eye and then also not confusing meekness with passiveness. You need to be able to defend yourself and those around you. That's why I think training things like, I was just telling my buddy, like Brazilian jiu-jitsu or, or boxing, you know, whatever it may be, you know, I'm not saying fighting for sport is the way to go, but having that in your back pocket to be able to defend yourself and your family and your friends and just those around you who can't defend themselves is just imperative. You know, it's of the utmost importance that you, you devote that discipline in your life so that you can you know, people can rely on you, not that you have to be a physical force, you know, a force to be reckoned with, but you just, you need to be able to protect not only yourself, but those around you more importantly. That's, I think that's what it comes down to. And, you know, meekness, as I've mentioned numerous times is a virtue, it's something I can make a whole video on in and of itself, but it is definitely something I'll tell you even with the little glimpse of beauty or the little glimpse, I'm sorry, that I've had of it. It is truly beautiful. It is really, it is something that you just don't think is possible you know prior to or you maybe wouldn't have thought it was possible prior to devoting your life to faith because there's i'm telling you there's circumstances in your life that will arise things that will come to the light and you're like wow the old me would have freaked out the old me would have made a scene the old me would have completely over exaggerated the old me would have made a would have made this a lot more than what it is and and when you don't it's like wow like I'm really at peace. Like there might be a lot of crap going on around me, but deep down in my heart, I am at peace. And that is something that you don't get from moral human reason or ethical reasoning. Um, and I just have a few things here and I've almost kind of just touched on them very lightly each and every single one of them, but being bold and being courageous as a Christian, you're not a Catholic Christian. You're not supposed to, again, take a back seat. You're supposed to be bold. You know, if, if maybe if a conversation arises around you and people are, you know, are mocking the faith or mocking God, you don't just have to implode on them or go right after them. But never, ever, ever, ever in this walk with Jesus Christ, should you ever deny your faith ever. Yes, I am very well aware there'll be times where maybe it's awkward. For example, you want to say grace before you eat a meal, but you're out to dinner with people you just met and you don't know how to go about it. I get that can be awkward. I'm not saying you have to throw it in their face, but by no means should you ever deny your faith. Ever. Ever. We are human. Even people who have devoted their entire lives to their faith for years and years and years, I would like to think and understand that concept that maybe you're out with people you don't exactly know. You know. You're not a priest or a pastor, so it's not expected that you're just going to bow your head and start praying to give thanks for your meal. But in the same right, you should never deny your faith in front of, no matter in front of who you know and you'd actually be surprised not that i'm trying to make god a transactional figure but what i'm getting at is you'd be surprised some people that can really look at that and say wow you know that's powerful wow that's really really bold really courageous of you because you don't always have to say hey i'm a god-fearing man hey i've devoted my life to my faith hey this that and the other all blatantly explaining as to why you know you follow jesus when in in, in reality i i truly believe that your actions alone, whether you're talking about grace, you're talking about prayer, talking about the Bible, anything, I believe our actions can kind of come off in a way that someone could assume that naturally either you're morally and ethically really proper or, which would make more sense, you're a God-fearing man or woman. You know, and those kind of go hand in hand. Being morally and ethically proper comes with being founded in, in faith, founded in Jesus Christ. And it's 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 really cool you know you see the reaction some people will give you you know some people may not think much about it some people just be respectful about it but not care then there's some people that are genuinely like like wow like wow that's something i would like to do you know i just don't have the courage to do so and you know it's not the craziest thing in the world but i get it. it's just it's just awkward it could be awkward <clears throat> but it's worth it every time i mean it really is you never know those people that you know want to do so and maybe won't say it maybe they will maybe people that appreciate it but you know it's just tough for them given their circumstances different for everybody and i understand that um and this all this ties in again all with 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 understanding how meekness versus passiveness works um i literally could have made that the title of this video honestly but more so than just being meek and of calm and sober mind and being bold and courageous the reason i'm calling it savage for christ is because I want people to treat this, this faith, at times when it's difficult, I want you to treat it as if it's, you know, like a, like war in the weight room, you know what I mean? Or like the, the clashing of the heavy weights, you know, and the way you view that sort of discipline and the way you want to, you know, things are going tough, you want to go hit the track, maybe do some sprints or workout or anything physical, physical force, that is so much easier to battle with. I don't care what anybody says, that is so much easier to battle with. Versus a spiritual battle, you know, the, the battle in your mind and in your heart. Um, so when I say savage, I mean, not only on the external, like, you know, being bold and saying Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and, and being able to say that as an extrovert, being able to go out and say that to people, you know, without thinking twice about it, that's beautiful as well. I'm not saying that means you have to go in the middle of a public crowd, stand on a table and start screaming, you know, kumbaya, about how, you know, God is the way, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and all these things, but just being bold, being courageous, never denying your faith, and and when the opportunity arises, you pounce on it because it's always worth it in the end. There's no level of discomfort that's ever going to outweigh the importance of standing for Jesus Christ, ever, 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 ever. And that faith is beautiful, and in due time it will be rewarded. Not that we're making this relationship with God transactional either. Um, but just really, I really wanted to emphasize as well not only the meekness but the the savage parts. Why I titled it that, just because. People are, you know, no matter how difficult they say the grind can be, the physical grind of, you know, the working out is usually what it comes down to, whether it's for sport, whether it just be for the sake of you enjoy lifting heavy weights or you want to train your body to be in the best shape possible, you know, that could be a grind. Yeah. But at the end of the day, all that lies in your hands, that power is all, I mean, you can just get up and go do it. I mean, the spiritual battle, these are things that it takes time. It takes patience. It takes discipline, a whole lot of discipline to be able to, you know, pursue change and accept it all while experiencing not much change. And that's how a lot of these days, even now for me can feel, and I'm sure you as well, where you're instilling just a, such a high level of discipline, but it just feels like sun up to sundown from when you wake up in the morning to when you hit the sheets at night, it just feels like it's a moving discipline. Like it's just a walking, talking discipline from beginning to end of every single day. And I get that. Um, but that's, that's why the faith is so beautiful because you gotta play the long game. You know? You sign up for this now, you're not seeing I mean, I no by no means am I trying to limit God's power either, but when you sign up for this you're the, this faith, I mean, you put on the armor of God, you get ready for battle. And um gotta get a sign out there. Saying recording in progress. Um but anyway, sorry. You put on the armor of God, you get going, and um it's not exactly this physical grunt work that you get, whether it's from work or, like I said, from working out already countless times. It's so different. And It just takes a different level of discipline, a different level of man, you know. It's very humbling. Definitely very humbling at first. But as long as you're in it for the long run, you know, and you kind of commit to yourself no matter what happens, you're in it. You're in it one way or another. It's, I mean, you see a tremendous amount of growth. And that goes with battling temptations as well, because in that when you feel like you're living a life solely of discipline, all it takes is one little slip up, one little moment of weakness to really start thinking like, wow, what is the point? Like, why am I even doing this? Like, I feel like no matter what I do, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And I'm just instilling discipline at every turn, every corner and just nothing's changing. What is the point? But that, those are the moments, those are the most pivotal moments. It really is. And then with that comes, you know, the temptations that arise, that alone Thinking like that and speaking like that alone is, you know, battling a temptation. But then it's when the real temptations come out of that, you know, whether it be things at night, you know, when you go out, things around you, things that you know you shouldn't be looking at, things you shouldn't be wanting to do or doing, and because you feel you're living a life solely of discipline, it becomes that much harder to want to do it. You know, to want to to want I'm sorry to not want to do it, to not want to give in, and um, it's tough. It's tough and that's why I named it Savage for Christ because it's not just simple discipline. I don't care how disciplined you are to get to the gym, how disciplined you are to do your homework, to study, to go to work, to do whatever it is. This is just different. It's just flat out different and it's humbling and I believe every single person that signs up for this faith, no matter how disciplined, how bold, how outgoing you were prior to, you will be humbled. And if you don't humble yourself, it'll be even harder for you. You know, those who who exalt themselves will be humbled, but those who humble themselves will be exalted. I think it's one of those beautiful things in all the bible uh, because humility is so so imperative it's so important um but you just don't see much of that these days you know and what you do see is a lot of people claiming this humility claiming this level of of you know selflessness if you will but behind closed doors it's the exact opposite and that's why it's also extremely crucial that you know you pay attention to wolves dressed in sheep's clothing because who people are on the outside, who who their public persona is, is not always who they are behind closed doors. And who they are behind closed doors is what makes them. That's what determines their fate. And by no means am I saying you can always know who somebody is behind closed doors. But um, it's just, you know, the same way you're not as quick to just listen to anybody give you money on or tips on how to make a ton of money or, or how to go about ways of life and wisdom and gurus and mentors and all the crap. The way you're so... The way you should be, at least, you know, kind of critiquing them and understanding who really is right from wrong. It's got to be the same way with this faith. You can't just listen to everything you hear, you know. You can't just take that in and assume that's that's the most viable, proper information because ninety nine percent of the time it's not, especially with social media, and it's just disgusting. And that's why, in doing these episodes here, and the other accounts I have as well, none of them are actual personal accounts. It's just, I. Uh, you know the general direction behind everything I'm doing on social media is solely for the fact, that, for the sake of the people that I believe um, spend too much time scrolling. Maybe the people that need actual direction and could use an actual helping hand. Maybe you know somebody who, like myself, who doesn't serve the world or doesn't at least doesn't want to. You know, maybe it's still something I'm working on. Um, but someone who doesn't serve the world. Someone who can't be bought out. Someone who doesn't care for the fame or any of those things. And yes, of course. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to you and say, yeah, you know, a ton of money doesn't sound great, and being known by you know an abundance of people doesn't sound great. But but I'm not gonna, I won't lose myself to it. And I'm what I'm trying to get at is that you guys have an advocate in me. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying. I'm the smartest guy in the world. I've not experienced everything, but I, you know, just like people on social media, I'm not saying I know all things. Um, but I don't know who they are or what their intentions are. But I can't be bought. Is what I'm telling you. You know, so hopefully some of the information I'm giving you is real hopefully it you know you we can eventually build a uh, a certain level of trust you guys with me i'm saying um and eventually build relationships in the long run i'm hoping that this genuinely turns into a community that can rely on each other people that are not you know wolves dressed in sheep's clothing as i uh, just previously mentioned um it's just so crucial to have that trust in people to be able to look to people for advice and to be able to trust what they're actually saying uh, social media is just so disgusting. that's why when it comes to posting these things, I I'll check every once in a while to see how these posts are doing. You know, maybe a couple times, two, three times a day, tops. Uh, but outside of that, you just can't find yourself scrolling. Quite frankly, I try not to go on it at all. Um, I mean I have a few buddies that'll send me, you know, like funny clips and whatnot, but even outside of that I just it you just you spend any time scrolling you start to see things you shouldn't be seeing and that starts arising into or starts creating temptations that are just that shouldn't be there. And that's what the Bible tells us, you know, and any spiritual advisor or anybody with any common sense will tell you just to avoid any situation that could eventually lead you to sin or temptation. And that's what social media is. It's disgusting. Um, so, you know, in the same way as I'm encouraging you to get off social media, I know for obviously, you know, uh, these podcasts and everything are being posted on social media. So at the end of the day, if you watch one of these episodes, it maybe it convinces you to make that leap into deleting all social media. I don't care what it does to my account. That's all I want. I want people to find peace whether it's with it or without it. I believe you could use social media for good. Um I'm also going to make a whole episode on social media. I don't know how I kind of tailed off into this, but I believe you could use social media for good for things maybe like this or if you have a business you want to promote or something like that. But when it comes to just genuinely scrolling, you just come across things that are just so you know unholy, just so, you know, not everything everything every post has to be, you know, a bible or a bible verse, but just things you see nowadays, the way the world is going, the direction it's going in, and it's just only getting worse. It's it's for people like us, you and I, to try and, you know, build this community of believers together, people that we can, you know, be able to have fun and stay within reason, be able to just explore life and, and find the true meaning of it and find real purpose and all these things for the reason God has put us here and and not fall into the trap of what the world has to offer because it's just not good. You know, it's just really not um it's not good. And with that, I'll make another video on that as well between social media. I'll make one and and money and what the world has to offer in those things. I'd really, I'm really, already looking forward to that. But for the time being, I really want to just kind of maybe wrap this up because this is a very you know passionate topic for me, but in the same right, I feel like it could be tackled fairly quickly. Do not view Catholic Christians as passive individuals. Maybe you know someone who is and need to remind them that we, were, we weren't put here to just take a back seat to every opportunity that arises, you know, for, for bullies and people that, you know, don't exactly act lawfully or, or in the holy sense, if you will, that those are not people that we should just kind of look past and say, no, it's, it's up to the next guy to handle it. No, like we were put here to be bold, to be courageous, to look after the next guy, to, to be selfless. The person next to us matters more than we do type of mentality, like in the military. Um, and, and yeah, that, that kind of would sum it up. You know, just not defining, or, or I'm sorry, not confusing meekness with passiveness is really all of this whole thing to kind of revolve around and just being bold and courageous and never taking a backseat to anything, you know, and that may sound prideful. That's not my intention, but what I'm getting at is is that our creator, the, the one we serve is is the only one we should ever fear. So when any opportunity arises where you can be bold, you can be courageous while still being respectful in the same right, I think you should pounce on it. I think you should jump on it, be all over it and and you'll see eventually you'll you'll bear the fruit of your labor, as I like to say, or you'll see that it was worth it, you know. And sometimes you won't get that feeling of of, of gratification or you know of that jump of excitement. You won't always feel that, but it's that's not what discipline is about. It's just it's about doing what needs to get done. If that makes sense, right? Well, with that being said, we're approaching the 24 minute mark. I really hope I summed this up, you know, and and kind of made made sense of this. Um, and the only thing I really didn't get to touch on too at the bottom, which but I kind of did, and. In other words, it's just being a man throughout all of this. And that kind of goes hand in hand with being a protector and a provider. And when temptations arise and, and all things of that nature that you uh, you remember, you know, as, as being a true God-fearing man, it, it takes a great level of strength, you know, that comes with faith, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally, um, being a provider, being a protector, always expected, you know, nowadays that that's kind of, a uh, it's getting a little lost in the uh, translation over time. Um you know, with how a man and woman are supposed to be in relation with each other. But I think if you stay true to the old, old traditions. I think, you know, that's what being a man is, as I just previously described. Um, Excuse me, just a little late coffee for today. But anyways, I hope that, you know, kind of sums it up in a general sense. I really do enjoy making these episodes, you know, and, and getting a few recommendations here and there. I really do appreciate that as well. You know, it's kind of cool to see you guys are taking interest in it and you, you know, you want to hear my take on something else, things that I've, as I'm going to keep reiterating every single time this topic comes up, but God willing, like wisdom that has been God willing, not human reason, anything I believe I've obtained from reading a whole lot of books or from a degree or from, you know, whatever. um, That's where these messages are coming from. That's what I'm trying to get at. So again, thank you guys for everything. Um, Look forward to continuing to hear from you. Hope you guys are really enjoying it. And with that being said, see you guys in the next episode. Thank you so much. God bless.